0: Hello, and welcome to the Digital Marketing Success Stories podcast. I'm your host, Wes Kramer, and I'm pleased to be joined today by my guest, Casey Berman of Leave Law Behind. Casey, welcome to the program. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. (laughs) Yeah, it's great to have you. So you actually are not strictly a digital marketer, but you have run a company called leave law behind where you help lawyers transition out of being attorneys into other professions and you've had success in the digital sphere. And I think, and I wanted to highlight that and ask you about your journey and find out what's worked for you. Maybe some things that, uh, haven't worked. Cause that's, I think just as valuable right. um, on the path for an entrepreneur. Uh, so would you, How did you get involved in this craziness of uh, leave law behind? How did you start helping attorneys become not attorneys? (laughs) Sure.
1: Yeah. Thank you. It's great to be here. Uh, Great work that you're doing here. So thanks for having me. You know, I always joke, I was a Jewish kid who didn't like blood. So I didn't go to medical school. I went to law school and that's about as critically as I thought about it. And, you know, as I've worked with hundreds, if not thousands of attorneys who are unhappy and want a career transition out, i realize realized it's not just with with Jewish people. It's it, mm-hmm. fill-in-the-blank ethnicity, nationality. I'm from the South. I'm from the Northeast. I'm from wherever, right? Um, you know, a lot of people, we didn't go, we didn't really think about why I want to go to law school. We saw lawyers on TV. Uh, we thought it was cool. Or we want to make our parents proud, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. then, you know, invariably, a lot of us, three, five, maybe one day in, but three, five, ten 10 years in say, what am I doing? This job isn't for me. It's not a fit with our skills and strengths. And so that's what happened to me. I left after five years. And and then uh, I had a, a few years later, I spoke at my alma mater, um, law school here in San Francisco, where our vice president, uh, she's an alma mater as well. And it was about alternative careers. I thought five people would show up. There were fifty-five people. Mm-hmm. Middle of the the recession, and it really hit me. I was like, okay, there's a pain point. Attorneys need to know how to transition out of the law. So I just started blogging. Uh, it was kind of a, a my personal journal. What is it? Why law wasn't a fit for me? What else is out there? Um, what is a non-law job? Alternative job? Kind of peeking through. What beyond the matrix type ideas? And it was really just for me. it caught on. I got uh, SEO just sort of based on what I was writing. Uh, I got some media attention. People started joining on my email list, and it just kind of uh, uh, it, the first stage was really it just just sort of taking off um, not in a viral millions of people, but in in getting kind of a good core tribe. Uh, folks who who enjoyed what I was reading and they were nodding their head going, yeah, I feel
0: that pain. So that, that's really what it is and and how it started. Oh fantastic. And you mentioned that you had an email list. So I often find that email lists are the only real uh uh platform, as it were, the only real social media that we actually own. You know, if you look at the deplatforming yeah. of uh the former guy um from Twitter and Facebook, he didn't own any of those followers. Um And so when he's off that, he's, you know, his his voice is off. But if you have an email list, it's all yours. What have you, um, in those early days, were you using the email list to leverage um, repeat views on the site from people who had come (coughs) and expressed some interest or something like that? How did that work for you?
1: Yeah, it's, the email list was, has been key. And that's how you build your tribe. That's how you ultimately later on sell to um, you know, the, these are lawyers, so there is some difficulty, even though they're on the email, you have to really build trust with them. They're skeptical to begin with and so on. So, uh, even if you have an email list, the, the, I know the marketers who say build an email list, send an email, make millions, you know, it's, it's definitely not as easy as that. So, but what was great about the email list was that I was able to get into their inbox every day. I was able to give some some short as well as long-form content. Um, they could easily hit reply. I think for everyone who is sort of booted off of the social platforms, and I did know someone who wrote, was very active on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's algorithm cut her off, and she lost all her business for a while until she appealed and was able to get back on. I, I feel like those are drastic examples. It really doesn't, in my opinion, happen all that much, but it can. Um, but nonetheless having an email list, uh, people still use email. They use Gmail, you know, even, even Gen Z or millennials, they still have it. And you're able to, to really connect and you can just repurpose it. You can, whatever you're writing for email, of course you can, you can use in, on so many of the platforms or, or channels there, but, um, you know, getting them to come to the site early on, I had MailChimp and click the button and opt in, you know, those, uh, it was invaluable in really building, Building up what I was what I was doing, if you're if you're kind of selling to a broader market uh, and not a niche like mine, that helps even more because you're just getting you're getting more and more people. I think that where one thing I fell into was just uh, the vanity metric of emails. Like I was really happy when people opted in, mm-hmm. but and then you need to look at open rates and click rates, and then ultimately what you're selling. You you want to sell your product and ultimately help people. So it's been a progression for me where I was like, I get really excited when I get an opt-in. Um, but you know, an opt-in doesn't mean they're leaving the law, it doesn't mean they've really found value in your work and it, it doesn't mean they're paying you. Right. So it's um it's a progression that I've gone through as to as to what really matters as you build this from a from a passion project into a business.
0: And that's interesting that you talk about um, providing value and having that uh, feed into conversions. I noticed that on your site and with your blog, you talk, you go through the journey of people who um, have left law behind. And actually, uh, I wrote a guest piece, and that's how we on your blog, and that's yeah. how we're connected. Um, and I think that providing that value has uh, does a lot to build that trust with attorneys. Um, just straight out of the gate. And, you know, you're, it's not like you're, uh, hiding any of your methodology or anything like that and saying like, Oh, behind this paywall is like the secret to a happier life. Uh, you're pretty upfront with, well, this is how some people are doing it. I can help you do it. Um, with that kind of strategy, do you find that people are saying like, okay, well, he's given me, uh, the horse and the cart up front. I guess I can take this buggy out on my own or, Um, where is the, uh, value point that you, uh, bring to attorneys and how do they, uh, respond to that? Because, uh, I mean, I remember leaving law myself and I just felt totally freaking lost even with all that information out there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I love giving away things for free. Maybe that's my problem, but I want to help people. I just, I really like to write and get it out. I think some people will shake their head at it. Uh, some people will nod their head at it. What I've learned is that ironically, giving people who, who haven't paid, who who aren't in your membership or whatever the case may be, giving them a ton of tips and tricks, uh, not tricks, but actual tips and steps and so on, on the face of it would seem valuable. Here's what you do. You put your left foot in front of the right foot and then you do this. And and many people have. I mean, people have left the law uh, simply by reading our free blog posts and and taking it. What I've heard recently was a phrase of the wow, not the how. And it helps from your sales standpoint. And ironically, it helps people. I have seen that there are people who, when they read my tips and tricks, like the 21 steps to leave the law or five steps, the five stages and so on, it can, while, while some people like it and they take it as their manual and they do it, other people can feel overwhelmed by it, and you know who are you who are you going to write for so w- what i've seen in particular if you want to build a business is you can get into some of the steps, no need to avoid it, but it's really about the wow it's really about telling stories it's really about. Uh, Telling them how they can change. So, for example, you know, I can go in and talk to them about how to shift your resume from a a lawyer resume to a non law alternative job resume. And you want to write it this way. Here are some words you can use. You want to think about it this way. I can talk to them about how to match their skills and strengths, transferable skills. To a non law job, and how really actually they're not just lawyer skills, they're actually really in demand. That may get lost on them. So instead, you can kind of just talk about, and, and that's kind of the how. Where I sh- have shifted recently is kind of in the wow, where you talk about the transformation. So you can kind of talk about the pain point, but then talk to them, not necessarily how to build that non law resume but rather what that looks like and how it aligns and how your skills and strengths are a fit, how communication and persuasion and being the adult in the room, all of those are in demand in non-law jobs, dot, dot, dot. And then the idea being like, they've been inspired and now they say, well, I want more. Let me, let me join Casey. So there's definitely a spot for detailed how to blog posts, um, I have found I've had mixed success with them, uh, and I, and I think for anyone listening, the focusing on the wow oftentimes will be more inspirational and and can move them to signing up with you.
0: Mm-hmm. So would something like that maybe be reflected in a uh, blog post or a social media post about how somebody is super happy that they've um, you know gone through your leave law behind program and then. Uh, the actual effect it had on their life rather life, rather than the, uh, the actual like nuts and bolts of doing it. Is that kind mm-hmm. of what you're getting
1: at? Yeah, exactly. And, or you can talk about how the, for example, one, what I've talked about is the myth. The myth that you, attorney person, uh, don't have any skills that are in demand in a job that's not a lawyer job. Or the myth that all you can do is be a lawyer. Um, let me show you three ways in which you can, and then you can kind of um, unpack for them how the skills they have, and you list some out, are in demand. Here's an example. For an example, and as an example, in a strategy consulting job, a lot of what you're doing is presenting, connecting the dots, storytelling, tell a story about it, um, and really show them, the unhappy attorney, that they have what it is and get, get them inspired. Now, you're not necessarily telling them how to necessarily write the resume or review the job description or which jobs necessarily to search for. Um, that may actually even bore them if they only have 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes to listen, but it's more of like what that, what that outcome would be. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, it, it, the law, man, it, it feels like sometimes uh, there's a bit of Stockholm syndrome Um, Mm -hmm. you think you're going to leave, but they, you know, you can easily feel trapped in it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah,
1: you totally can. And, you know, they align with their identity and they, part of it is that it's a suffering. They know it's what they're familiar with. You know, many people, whether it's lawyers or, or other people looking to change with products that you're selling or services that you have or coaching, uh, you know, we—it's—it's it's the devil, you know. I mean, we're—we're we're oftentimes we're more afraid of the unknown, even if that's where our success is, than we are with uh, the familiar thing, even if it's detrimental to us.
0: Yeah, that I—I I can say that reflected uh, in my journey as well, in terms of my reluctance to uh, leave it all behind. So mm-hmm. I, I think you're definitely nailing the, um, uh, hitting that on nail on the head. Um, so what platforms are you using nowadays that you're uh, very happy with the um, results you're getting from?
1: Yeah. So I use Kartra, K-A-K-A-R-T, Kartra, R-A, K-A-R-T-R-A.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used MailChimp initially. I then moved to Infusionsoft uh, and now I'm at Kartra. I went to Kartra because it's, it's really all in one, which is fantastic email and pages and, and uh, the course membership that I have, I have an online course that, that people are, uh, that people go through and it looks good aesthetically. It's really nice. It's easy drag and drop. Um, so I think it's a, uh, it's a great program. It comes from the, the webinar, the team that did webinar jams. So I use them, I use WordPress for my website and I use thrive themes is a great, uh, ThriveThemes.com is a great company, and so I use them as my theme and my and my website builder based on on WordPress. And then I use you know all the other tools Zoom for my live trainings, and uh, I use Canva for some of the design work I do. I have a VA that does editing for
0: me. So, um, but those are the main platforms I use. Nice, nice. Uh, I love Canva. I think it's such a phenomenal um, platform and a wonderful company. It just makes it so easy to use to create beautiful uh, images. It's crazy. It's crazy.
1: No, it's really, it's really. I don't want to say revolutionary, but it, it just it's really empowering when you can create a really nice looking thumbnail and put it on your YouTube video, and then stand back and say, "Wow, I didn't have to hire a UX a, a designer for that." <laughs>
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Um, When building trust with an attorney, what do you find is the uh, most effective way uh, of doing that? Because they're, you know, they're trusting you with a huge change in their life. Um, So I can imagine they would be uh, very cautious about the decision of how to proceed in that regard.
1: Yeah, they, they feel that way. I think, you know, the way to build trust, I have found, is really to is to kind of just be ourselves. And what I mean by that is, look, we've got a 30-day money-back guarantee. We take them through all of the, the fears. We, we talk to them about uh, the story. Um, at the end of the day, I've seen so many attorneys uh, still want to wallow and, and remain an attorney. And there, there's a blocker there. And that blocker, again, is, you know, it, I'll never do it. It's always someone else. So I think the way that we've really, for someone to to sign up with us and actually pay money and join our course is to really talk about how we understand them mm-hmm. and how we understand the pain that they're in. We understand how how miserable they are and why they're in this spot. And then really just show them through social proof and also just through our our process that we can help them career transition out. Uh, Someone who just joined said, you know, this was Casey, I watched your video. I went to your sales page. I just, this is exactly what I needed. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of ways that we can, we can build trust with them. Um, I have found particularly with attorneys that a lot of the measures by which online marketers say build trust work, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's just this heightened sense of, of risk aversion, heightened sense of it's not for me, heightened sense of identity, heightened sense of of belief systems, and you remember you can't you you can bring you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And so, uh, the best way we've enabled people to make it drink and to make themselves drink and and to sign up with us ultimately is to kind of let go a little and just hey, here's who we are. Um, we've laid this out in a video. We laid it on the page and, and this works and you'll join us when you're ready. Um, oftentimes people will come to us. We know when they're really miserable and they're at their most point. I wish they didn't. I wish they came to us a little more proactively, but oftentimes they've hit rock bottom or close to it. And that's when it really resonates. So, um, we put it all out there and, and usually it's, uh, it, it comes down to really the timing in their life and we provide lifetime access. We're here forever. And so when, when they're ready, we're ready.
0: I've got, that's, it sounds like the best way to do business. Like no, you know, no high pressure or anything like that. Just when you're ready, you're ready. That's a phenomenal way to go, especially with such a big life choice. Um,
1: I, you know, we've tried launches and pressure and join here and, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's not really my personality and it doesn't, and it just didn't work for us. I mean, we had join now by December 31st and get this and get that. And it doesn't, it doesn't, didn't really move the needle for attorneys. Um, so a lot of the typical marketing things from a Jeff Walker, or Brandon Bouchard, or a lot of the the marketing gurus, some who don't know what they're really talking about and others to do, hasn't really applied with leave law behind i wish it did they make it sound really easy but we've had to go through a number of a number of steps and iterations we've, we've done a lot wrong um and uh, but you know making traction
0: yeah and that's the thing with any um marketing whether it's digital or not is that's a pro it's a process of iteration so you're going to find what works and what doesn't work and it's almost as valuable to find this, you know, several strategies that don't work as it is to find a strategy that does work because you know what not to do in the future. <laughs> right. Um, that's right. <laughs> uh, so I, I have a question that's maybe uh, low hanging fruit, but I'm going to mm-hmm. enjoy the answer to it. Have uh, any attorneys that you've worked with who have left law re- uh, um, uh, regretted the decision to leave law behind? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> no. No, uh, they haven't. Um, they're all pinching themselves. A woman left just three days ago and she's like, I I can't believe it. I feel so much lighter. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's like finishing your last final senior year of high school and you're just out, right. Or junior year and now it's summertime and you're just free, Um, I mean, it's, it's like running with ankle weights for years and all of a sudden you take your ankle weights off, you know, they're just, they just can't believe it. Um, Mm -hmm. one of the things that's interesting about lawyers who leave the laws, one big question I get is, well, there's still stress and challenges and anxiety and non-law jobs. Like it's not just lawyers. Mm -hmm. And that's true. There are deadlines and budgets to meet and, and and difficult challenges in, in the world beyond just law. But one the anxiety and stress and responsibilities in law are so heightened Mm -hmm. uh, that it's just through the roof, the, the anxiety level that, that lawyers have. It's akin. It's, it's not, it's not first responders. It's not police or military. It's definitely not to, to that level, but for professionals, for people sitting behind a desk, it's, it's probably the leading, the leading uh, one of the leading uh, sources, leading professions with, with anxiety. The thing, also, and even more importantly, is that when you're in a job that you like, that you love, with a company that you align with, doing things your skills are a match with, there are definitely challenges, but you can do them. You feel comfortable doing them. Uh, many of the people who want to leave law don't shouldn't have been in as a lawyer. They they like went to law school for the wrong reasons, and so three. It's not surprising. Three, five, seven, ten years later they're feel there's a lot of imposter syndrome. They don't feel like they know what they're doing. They don't feel like they're good at it. Even on the face of it, they might be getting things done. It's taking them twice as long as they should. They're working weekends. They're always doubting themselves. That's no way to live. And so I always answer. And one reason why people don't leave the laws because all of a sudden, uh, uh, why they don't leave their non-law job and why they really don't regret leaving the law is because they're in a job they're good at. And maybe they jump from non-law job number one to number two to number three. Maybe they get promoted. Everyone has their own path. But all of a sudden, they're doing what they're good at. So the challenge, meeting the budget, meeting the timeline, doing the presentation, they're happy to work the weekend. They're happy to work evenings. They know what they're doing. Things are just aligning. They're in the zone. And so when you're in that space, what was anxiety and imposter syndrome as an attorney really comes down to, yeah, there's a challenge, but I know how to meet it.
0: Yeah, and uh, that that alignment of your values and the work you're doing is so, so valuable. And in law, it's uh, often just not. Those two things are often just totally unaligned. Like I don't Correct. EPS reports are in by Thursday or not. It just doesn't matter to me and like in my heart.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right.
0: Um, so what about the future of Leave Law Behind? Have you got any uh, new digital strategies that you're excited about or any uh, ones that you're working on uh, currently that are you're really excited to continue to double down on success with?
1: Yes. Yeah, so we've got a, a great uh, flow. We've got a lot of um, good traffic coming in. Uh, we get a good, healthy amount of opt-ins. We have a, a, what I think is a great lead magnet um, that provides a ton of value. It's a resource page that takes them through uh, the steps to leave the law and really helps level set for them with videos. And, and a lot of people, they just say, oh, my God, here we are. Uh, what I found also is we're now developing a new sales page that I follow up with people that's just designed in a better way. I actually hired a designer for this because uh, it, was, it was beyond Canva. It was beyond my ideas. And so we're going to launch that in the next week or so. And I'm hoping it'll really tell it. The aim is to really just tell a story and, and connect the dots for them. Um, and also help increase people, uh, signing up. So we we've got a good flow. I think for me, I'm continuing to build awareness through podcasts and, and, um, you know, guest posts. Uh, so a lot going on as far as just building the, building the, letting people understand that this is even a thing that you can, you can do this. Um, I don't know. I'm not that active on social, just kind of from a time standpoint. I think also a lot of attorneys, this is a confidential thing. So I found they don't really want to like you on Facebook because what if their, their boss sees you liking, leave law behind. And there's a, there's a real confidentiality element, which is why email and opting in has been great because um, as opposed to people seeing your social, that you're following leave a lot behind. They don't need to, they don't need to see that. And so um, maybe some more on social, but, uh, and, I, and I've run ads in the past on Google and Facebook. Haven't, um, we had a great click through rate on Google, but I actually convert more and I've actually got more traffic just via my, my SEO, uh, the articles I've SEOed and, and written. Um, so it's just now kind of continuing, fine tuning, working through kind of understanding what's, what their pain points are, and then, um, you know, kind of making it as frictionless as possible for them to sign up.
0: Wow. Well, you're doing, uh, you're doing God's work, man. I, yeah. I'm grateful that I, when I was uh, in a very conflicted space, found your blog, and I'm sure a lot of other attorneys are, do you have, um, as a, as a uh, going out, um, do you have any Uh, stories of any attorneys that really stuck with you and really have inspired you over the years and really make you think like, yeah, I'm doing like, uh, I'm really happy that I'm impacting people's lives like this. Well, I mean, look at you, right? You and I've kept in touch and you've
1: written guest posts, which have helped a ton of people, you know, just on a live training, there were two attorneys who want to learn more about coding and I've, I've put them in touch to leave all behind members. um, And I put them in touch with you and they were just, I know they're really grateful to, to be able to, to get in touch with you. And I was on a live training, which I do for my members monthly. And I said, yeah, well, I know an attorney who, who, has left law and went through a coding boot camp and has become a technical person, and mm-hmm. they just hands wrote up. I want an intro. I want an intro. So I mean, mm-hmm. you're an inspiration to me, and just your entrepreneurial nature—it's just been fantastic what you've done. And there's many attorneys out there who I who have gone through leave law behind. Who you know, like you, have just—they haven't looked back. They've tried things. They've jumped to new jobs, or they've uh, stayed in a job and gotten promoted. They're at tech companies, they're at marketing companies, they're doing operation work, and you know they're just a new identity. They have new belief systems. They know they can do it. Uh, many of them are are approaching being out of the law longer, or equal to, or longer than when they were in the law. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I'm just inspired by the fact that these are people who. Who have have taken a new lease on life. You know, I'll I'll never forget Mike Chestnut, who was 57 years old when he left. You're never too old to leave. You know, he he practiced law for 30 years, small Indiana town. He left the law to go into operations, project management uh, for a medical services company. And he said that his grown children came to him after he left the law and they said, you know, Dad, we have never seen you this happy. And he was a great father and, oh. and raised a great family, but there was still that moment of his kids growing up seeing like, you know, the 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 law took a toll on him. And so here they are uh at the next stage in their life and they have a whole new relationship. And so that was really
0: inspiring to me. Oh, that's such a beautiful story. And you're too kind to say that um about me i I appreciate the compliment casey Uh, it's very inspiring to me as well i'm excited to uh speak with your um the the members of Leave law behind we've been a little bit and uh so i'm excited to share my the benefit of my experience with them and help them on their journey yeah great no i appreciate that thank you well, Casey, thank you so much for coming on the show. We're so grateful to have you. Um, leave law behind is a fantastic program. If you want to, if you're an attorney and you want to leave law, and if you are a digital marketer and want to see an example of a company that is uh, run right and has a funnel that is targeted specifically to their exact business needs, check out their website. Um, it's absolutely wonderful. Casey, I hope, uh, your numbers don't bump too much with a bunch of uninterested parties, but it really is a fantastic website. <laughs> we're,
1: we're happy to have everyone's welcome. There should be some great resources, whether you're an attorney or not. And, uh, if anyone, anyone wants to contact me, feel free to do it through the website or, or Casey, C-A-S-E-Y at leave
0: All right. Thank you so much, Casey, for coming on the show. We're so grateful to have you. Uh, If you're listening, don't forget to subscribe, like on, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all that uh, good stuff. So Casey, thank you so much. We're so grateful to have you on the show, my friend.
1: I appreciate it. Really, really honored to be here. Thanks for the invite and uh,
0: keep up the great work. Thanks a lot. You're always welcome back on the show. I'm sure we'll talk soon. Beautiful. Thanks. (laughs) Bye-bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. It really helps us grow and is much appreciated. Okay, thanks so much for listening to Digital Marketing Success Stories.